0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
1: We wrap with Royce every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday on Mackie and Judd. And, Pat, we would love your <laughs> thoughts on the master's. Now, obviously, we're pre-recording this, and so the leaderboard You know continues. what I'm deciding about the master's? Uh, no, Pat, it's the master's the masters you
2: know what i'm deciding i might be boycotting it this year because of the georgia uh, voting regulations just because i was at the game yesterday so i didn't watch it and uh, i got a game tomorrow so i won't watch it and i got a game sunday so i won't watch it so i think i'm gonna call it a boycott what games do you got (laughs) you going to twins games both days I'm going to Twins Saturday, and then Sunday, yeah. Saint Tom- Saint Thomas and Saint John's play at Collegeville a baseball game, which is pretty much the end of the team sport rivalry between those two. And the first time they played baseball was 1907, and uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go up and do an ode to the rivalry. So uh, that's so that that puts me out for the last day of the Masters. Mm -hmm. Now I will tape it, but uh, you know what? I guess I'm not as excited as normal. Why? It's not because of Tiger. I don't care. uh, Because they just
3: played it. That's why in November. I think
2: that's. I think that's it. Now that you bring it up, yes, that is. It's not. Uh, it's not like this sure sign of spring that it used to be, right? Because yeah, we just last year was a sure sign of fall. I actually liked it last year because it got over so much earlier because of darkness. You know, they had to. They had to hustle around there instead of have that two forty eight tee-off time on Sunday so they could finish at 7, and then if they ended up with a playoff, they were playing in the dark. So uh, I, I I guess that's, that's the reason. But, uh, man alive, it must have been tough yesterday because those scores are not the first day of the Masters scores. Usually they have the pin set up easier, and uh, they kind of rip it up the first day, and then it gets tougher as the week progresses. They must not add any rain down there either, huh? Because the greens are harder than rocks, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's been uh, like every – even the downhill putts are just blown by the hole by eight <laughs> feet every time. But, yeah, there's some – there's there's a bunch of names. I mean, just, just – you know, it's possible this is all shaken up by the time people hear this, but Justin Rose is plus three through the first nine today, and then he tore oh, really? up the back nine yesterday. Yes. So he might be okay. And then Jordan, Jordan Spieth and um, – Jordan Spieth is just a couple shots back. So Patrick Reed, I want Tony Finau, Pat, to finally win a tournament. Boy, that, that, that dude, would be he's, great. He's constantly he? in the hunt. and he's, ne- <laughs> he's never won a tournament on the PGA Tour.
2: No, that, that is a phenomenal. And I watched him the other day, and he went the L.A. Open. I thought he was going to win the damn L.A. Open. The other guy hits a terrible shot off the tee. He hits a perfect shot. And then he yanks his second shot and doesn't. Then the guy makes a long putt and he ends up losing on the green. It was brutal. And uh, he seems like a nice fella, but I, he's got to be emotionally damaged with all those second place finishes he's had. So uh, I, I don't know who I'm rooting for. Rory, uh, you know, uh, somebody told me this of about three, four years ago, and I started watching more closely. And he's right. Rory will never win a ma- Masters because he can't putt. Hmm. He's a once once in a while. He'll get it rolling back in the day when he could really play and he was the best player in the world as far as hitting it off the tee and everything. But he can't putt, and you got to putt at Augusta, as you're seeing when the putt when you touch a 20 foot putt, it goes eight feet past if you putt, touch it too hard. So, uh, uh, you know, ever since he hit the one between the cabins when he had it <laughs> one, uh he's. Uh, He's, uh, I don't think he'll ever win it. He's not playing very well anyway. Married life hasn't been good to him, right? He got married, didn't he? I think he got married.
3: <laughs> we, we can blame got it kids. on that.
2: We got can blame it on that. I mean, if you now. want to
3: go down that path, okay, I can talk about some stuff too.
2: Yeah, yeah well, that's true. That's true. But, uh, yeah, that's, it's... It just, it just fills right into the, I mean, it just jumps right in the middle of so much. You know, the other reason I'm not as interested is there's just so much other stuff going on. Everything's going on in the history of sports right now. It's uh, it's the most crowded time ever with, uh, you know, everybody right in the middle of everything and the high school tournaments and college tournaments and everything.
3: Hey, Roycey, dare we dream about Buxton now? Like, I mean what we what we oh, saw yeah. at the plate, my God, if he could if he can even continue a fraction of, of that and not get hurt, oh, this could be you fun.
2: Know, you know what he is though right now, Phil, I think you'll agree with this. This is a lesson in how baseball players must keep getting better, right? I mean, it's it's incredible the process it was to him to get a big league swing. He had everything else. He had everything else. I saw him in the ball league six years ago. And you looked and you said, ball player, athlete, fantastic. But the swing was too big. And then he had a little bit of failure. So he he was afraid to pull the trigger. So he'd take first pitch fastballs right down the gut. And then he'd end up waving it, breaking pitches away. And he was a confused mess and just keep better getting, you know, just get, keep getting a little, even though he doesn't play that much, getting a little better idea. And all of a sudden, if you throw him a first pitch fastball in the hitting zone, he's going to hit it 440 feet. It's a, uh, mm-hmm. he's refined, he's done things with the swing. It's not, it's not short, but it's it's quicker to the ball than it ever there it, it was previously. I was thinking about stopping Morneau when I see him and ask him about because he, I mean, his process didn't last quite as long, but that was a long process for him. when you were, you know, when you're a 18 year old kid coming out of Georgia, it's. You know, and and you got great athletic ability, but not great hitting ability for good pitching. It takes a while, and and boy, we're seeing it right now. It's amazing. Meanwhile, and, uh, meanwhile, big chubby over at first base is going in the other direction. So,
1: anyway, oh, it's funny uh, you brought that up. Actually, two two things. Uh, one off Buxton. It's amazing how just comfortable he looks. Like there's certain yes. things that. You can quantify almost everything in baseball, and, and you guys know I'm one of the biggest baseball analytics nerds ever. But the thing that you can't is just how comfortable and confident does a guy look and feel at the plate? And Byron Buxton is this is a, this is about as like self assured as he has seemed at the plate in his career. On the snow front, I threw this out on Twitter this morning. So if you go back to the beginning of last year, he's his his last 60 games. So pretty good chunk, 60 games. He's batting 192 with a 274 on-base percentage and an OPS well below league average, and he has a league-leading 104 strikeouts in 237 trips to the playboys.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's, uh, I don't know if he can hit the current level of pitching. I, I don't know if he can, you know, figure that, little hitch he has but it's not a hitch hitch it's not a dave winfield hitch but it's a little uh, before he gets the bat going and uh and uh and, you know he sees some guy throwing i mean yesterday's his day to hit a 600 foot home run right marco gonzalez yeah. going <laughs> yeah. not real hard left-handed uh not sharp and he did hit a six hundred foot home run, unfortunately it was fouled by fifty feet, but uh but I mean I, I don't know. I don't know if he can I don't I think we've seen the best of him. I might be wrong, but I think, you know, I I he just doesn't look like he can and I've said it before, uh, talking to you guys. He's not going to get to see us the same pitcher three times. He did yesterday, Gonzales, but not too often. Not if it's an RBI situation. Not if it's a big situation. And uh, he, he's not an adjuster. The thing about Buxton, let me go back to one thing I think is if he has 10 bad days or, you know, if he has that, 10, that week and a half streak where he hits 120, I don't think it's going to blow his mind like it used to. You know, you could just – he would panic as a hitter. And and I don't think he'll panic as a hitter right now because I think he knows he's uh, I think he knows that he's good enough, you know. So yeah. And, and uh, now, boy, has any team in town ever had a bigger quandary whether they should give a guy like that a hundred and eighty million dollars or not, you know, for a five-year deal, six-year deal? No. Has any team in town ever no. <laughs> ever been no. up against it like these guys? Because when he plays, you're really good, <laughs> and when he doesn't, you aren't really good. It's in baseball. Yeah, he's not Mike Trout to the Twins, but he's he's their key player by an, by a very large margin. So what do
3: you do? And Pat, it's, if if you didn't right. if you didn't have the the concerns that he's going to get hurt, right? You would yes. pay. You would just pay him. Like you would yes, just would. write that check out. It wouldn't be a well. We think you might go backwards. Still, you would you would give him a five year contract. But the problem is nobody can assure you that if, if he plays 140 games in 2021, that he's going to come anywhere close to that in 2022 and 23. That's the problem. If I gave if I gave him a six year contract, if I gave him a long term contract, I'd
2: get a new manager. I love as much as I like Rocco as a human, as much as I like Rocco as a human, I'd find the oldest, oldest, crustiest bastard I could find who's not going to take him out of the game every time it looks like he might have fouled the ball off his toe or some damn thing. I would take somebody.
1: Yeah. You got it, Pat. You can you can you sign Bucks into a five year <laughs> contract, and then you trade you trade Rocco to the White Sox for Tony LaRusso, <laughs>
2: Tony so, Yes, you could. He's got a closer. You could do that. You could do that, or you beg uh, T.K. to take him out too. T.K. was too I, nice to the players. I to told play.
3: Pat. I told Pat from the time that Kepler got hit with that pitch yesterday. Rocko was, was itching to take him out, like he was, he was on itching to Yes, he knew he was, was going to take him out. He was just like, "Well, I, I got to take you out. I got to. <laughs> yes. I got to take somebody out. Come on, why not you? Oh, Cameron? god."
2: You know, yeah, I, I need some. I need some <laughs> manager who's going to look the other. You know, I need Gene Mock to come back from the dead. That's what I need <laughs> manage him because he would never ask him, "Are you okay?" No. He's not going to ask you that. You're going to have to come. He got Rodney to play 155 games his first year or his second year here when Rodney had been playing about 135. And every time he slid into second base, he had to take a day off, you know. And Rodney <laughs> with Bach just wrote the name down. Never checked. <laughs> Never checked to see if he was good to go or not. Uh, that's what we need if we get Buck signed to a long-term deal. We need somebody not. To be nervous every time he dives for a ball or some damn thing. Make the guy come off on a stretcher before you take him out the lineup.
1: Amen. So. All right, Pat, Ooh. we're gonna let you. Uh, we're gonna let you get to your uh, exciting baseball weekend, and we will recap the Masters next week. Uh,
2: right. I, I will say, I thought that was a good looking baseball team yesterday.
1: Mm-hmm. It, it was, except yes. for the one
2: ball Polanco kicked. That was a that was a pretty good looking club yesterday. Yes, all it right. Was. See at the yard. All right. Bye. See you, Pat.
1: See ya, all right. That is wrapping with Royce here every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. The legendary Patrick Royce on Mackey and Joe.
0: This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup. So you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply.
1: Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.
3: At the Home Depot, we have plenty of Christmas trees to make your holidays even more magical. Hundreds of full, easy-to-assemble artificial trees that look so real, you may be convinced they actually are. And for those who love that fresh pine smell, we have a parking lot full of fresh cut trees to call your own. We'll even help you load your tree in the car so you can bring home the holidays. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.